It's time for the Red Hawk Report on 102.1 FM KXSU. And now, here's your host, Russell Brown. Red Hawk fans, man, it feels good to be back over the airwaves here. Welcome into Season 2 of the Red Hawk Report here on KXSU, Seattle University's student-run radio station. And you know we also had to bring back my main man, Mazvita Marieri. Maz, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah. I am good. Summer, summer treating you good? You know, uh, it, it, I was just thinking when, when we had the intro, so yes, it's summer's treating me good, but then I was like, well, wait a minute, because I know the last time... And it's good to be back, by the way. And uh, last time we were talking about how cold it was. Yeah, I was going to say, we do our weather update. We got nothing to complain about. There's not even a breeze. The trees are standing still. Sunny day out here in Seattle. No, it's it's weird. Got to soak it up for the next couple episodes (laughs) because... As soon as that rain comes back, I nah, know. See, <laughs> I don't even speak of it. No, no. This is a yeah. Glad to be back again. As I said, weather is good, and uh, you know. But you're right. I mean, I think in a couple of weeks we'll get that fall chill. Yeah. And, you know, I fall. like that though. Yeah, I as do much too. As we complain when we're in it. I like it. I like the fall, maybe not necessarily the winter. Well, anyway, welcome in to the Red Hawk Report again. We've been on a break for the summer months here. Our last episode actually went on, uh, didn't actually air due to the fact that the station had some problems, so we didn't actually get our season one finale. So it's, you know, this kickoff is kind of long overdue here, so we thank you for tuning in. Season two is going to be jam-packed. Got a lot of new great content we're going to bring your way. Today's episode is focusing on the 2022 women's soccer team here. Julie Woodward will join the show, head coach for that women's soccer team. But uh, we'll do in all of our preview episodes. Next week will be men's soccer, followed that by uh, volleyball and Michelle Cole. And then we'll uh, end it with cross country and uh, wrap it all up, you know, and then we'll get back into our student athletes and have them back on the show telling their amazing stories and a little teaser. Maybe we'll have some alumni coming on the show soon. Ah. Who Who knows who that might be, but we might be having some heavy hitters coming into the show soon. I see what you're doing. Yeah. We're building it up. Yep. Yep. Good time to also want to shout out our new show sponsor. What? Look at Honey Hole across the street, championship field, go there. Great sandwiches, great everything, really. Delicious food. Thanks for sponsoring us in season two, Honey Hole. Look to continue that partnership. Might even be uh, doing some remote broadcasts live from Honey Hole. So that's going to be a fun time. So remote would mean that we're there. Yeah. Will students be able to come and yeah, yeah. see us? Wow. Okay. Okay. Have, some, have okay. some players come on and be live at the Honey Hole, you know? Ah. That's big time. It's going to be the spot. It's yeah, going to be the yeah. spot. I'm well, telling you. We should think, in order to get a sponsor, that means some people are listening. So we should yeah, thank Shout out to, uh, to Al Grigsby, former uh, assistant coach on the basketball team. He's ah. been wheeling and dealing since he's come in to the O'Brien Center, and he's been getting sponsors left and right. Hooked us up here at the Red Hawk Report. Got a great partnership now with the Honey Hole. So I'm going to be more thankful, Mr. Al. Thanks. So, I, I'm kind of hungry right now. Yeah, hungry. <laughs> All right. Guess where I'm going to go talking, after the yeah, show. Exactly. <laughs> talking about it. Well, anyway, enough of our rambling. We do have a show, a good one on tap for you here today. We're going to preview the women's soccer team heading into 2022 
last season, at least in the fall season, a bit of a disappointment for Julie Woodward's squad. They didn't finish where you're used to seeing them. You know, we were so used to women's soccer being a dominant program here and end up being 7-8-4. and four. They ended the season on that rough stretch. Remember, but in the spring season, they had a share of the WAC title. So it was that quick turnaround. Mm. You know, you have a different squad. They have some that are graduating, some that are coming in. So it's going to be a new-look squad with some familiarity. But uh, the WAC continues to be good. The preseason rankings came out. We'll talk about that in the next segment. Uh, we did get a player nominated to the all WAC preseason team. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, it is a new year, a new chapter here. It's a regular offseason, which we talk, we will talk about with Julie. Not having that COVID year. Hopefully that's in the, in the past. We don't have to bring that up anymore and just have a regular school year, regular academic, regular sports season, regular everything. Fingers crossed that we can just get through this and have a normal some normalcy back to Red Hawk Athletics and Seattle University. The new normal. New normal. New I mean, normal. They, they warned us that's what it was going to be, a new yeah, normal. Yeah. But uh, if, you know, 80 degrees outside, light breeze and soccer on the cusp, you know, I call that a good normal. Well, you and I actually are excited for soccer. We are. Because you and I are big soccer, football, whatever you want to call it, fans. Yes, that we are. You and I have been excited. The premiership kicked off. Mm-hmm. We won't go too deep in it. Okay. We won't because... We know how some fans over here across the table are, how their team's doing. <laughs> yeah, and we got a reminder during uh, debacle, the text. <laughs> insult to injury. Yeah, 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 I yeah, will yeah, remember yeah. that, but go ahead. But uh, soccer we love on all levels. We all love levels. It. We it, love it helps it. that we are in a city that embraces the beautiful game so much, you know, from the level of World Cups coming here, mm-hmm. the Sounders, arguably one of the most dominant and weird to say, but storied franchises at MLS and just soccer in America. You know, you have all that going on. You have the rivalry between the Red Hawks and the Huskies and both programs continue to be solid programs that challenge each other. It's just a soccer hungry pro uh, state and city that it allows for us to get so hyped up where, you know, other States, you know, around the country, soccer sometimes is an afterthought compared to the other big sports. But on the campus of Seattle University, men's and women's soccer, they're champions and they they demand respect. And you see it at championship field and those stands are packed. Yeah, And I know this is the the women's show, obviously, and uh, we'll stay focused on that. But when you're talking about, you know, champions and legacy, you know, you and I were at the Sounders game last night. Uh, Unfortunate, but... Clearly, there was a couple, you know, a former Red Hawk playing. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's just it's just incredible in terms of the richness of soccer, like you're saying in this region, and and not only at the professional level. You know, I mean, the OL Reign. You know, yeah, there yeah, you go 100%. there. And uh, you talk about UW, and you talk about SU, and even we can dip down to. Gonzaga and what? Or you can look at Seattle Pacific, even you know, it's absolutely the, the formation of Ballard FC. I mean, you you see this, and you can think, oh well. At one point, we didn't know if the Sounders were going to be big enough, you know, to be MLS, and then mm-hmm. later they be like, oh, it can't support another franchise, albeit smaller. But Ballard FC comes in and packs the stands as well. It just shows how important soccer is this community. So that's why we're so pumped up. And for your these. high school. And your high, high school is big, too. Are big. That's They're why we're really, excited for these really next big. two episodes. Yeah. We're yep. excited for women's soccer. We're excited for men's soccer. Julie Woodward and Coach Pete Fearing on the back-to-back episodes here. But uh, we'll take a quick break, come back, and uh, we'll look at the schedule 
for the 2022 Red Hawks. A couple big highlighted matches, a couple exhibitions in the book with the first game of the season, regular season coming up in just a couple of days. But uh, we'll take a break here on the Red Hawk Report. We'll be right back here on KXSU 102.1. Swedish is proud to support Seattle U's athletic department and its students. Swedish offers programs such as charity care, research, community health, and education. More information is available at Swedish.org. This broadcast is made possible in part by Copiers Northwest. For over 30 years, Copiers Northwest has been offering multifunction copier, printer, and software solutions for businesses and organizations in the Northwest. Red Hawk Men's Basketball is sponsored in part by Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines is now offering enhanced cleaning measures and mask requirements on all flights. More information is available at alaskaair.com. Georgetown Brewing is a proud sponsor of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Georgetown Brewing Company is an independently owned Seattle craft brewery and the maker of Manny's Pale Ale. Information about their tasting room, kegs, growlers, and cans to go can be found on their website, georgetownbeer.com. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Seattle Children's. Seattle Children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. Hope. Care. Cure. Seattle Children's. I'm Nestor Herman, a right-handed pitcher for the baseball team at CRU, and you're listening to the Red Hot Report. Welcome back into the Red Hawk Report. Russ and Maz on the mics for you here. We missed you so much. So glad you can tune in here. Season two of the Red Hawk Report, which you talked about, is going to be bigger and better than last season. We started last season with a, I mean, overall pretty big bang, you know, the kind of oomph we got around campus, you know, the, the, the stories we were able to tell, you know, the, the everything that we set out, Maz, you and I, to do. You know, we were really able to accomplish it in a small sample size. And now you and I can continue to grow this. And, you know, that's the plan. Like we said, we got the sponsorship. We got the interviews rolling in. We got big interviews planned this year, you know, and we got great athletic programs to cover. I mean, it's just a perfect combination for a great show here. It is. And and you know what? It's just amazing to be part of of a show that highlights the diversity of the SU student yep. athletes, not just as athletes, but as students, and then the stuff that they're doing in the community. Yep. I mean, I I thought, you know, those were some of the fun stories we got to, to hear and see last year, and just looking forward to bigger and better ones this year. Indeed, indeed. Could have said it better myself. Well, we are here for women's soccer today. This is their preview episode, so let's dive into that. Uh, coming off a seven, eight, and four season, you and I touched it on it a little bit in the opening segment that it was a down year, all things considered, for Julie Woodward and the Red Hawks. It was, you know, a team that's used to finishing at the top of the regular season and competing in the postseason tournament didn't get that opportunity, at least postseason wise. Seven, eight, and four. You know. Sky's the limit now. It's only up, right? At this point, you get fresh new faces. You get returning vets that are going to help those fresh new faces. You have determined coaching staff, you know, and you have a schedule that is challenging, but I don't want to say winnable, but challenging, but it is fair, if that makes sense 
to everybody listening at home. What's wrong with winnable? Hey, no, I just want to say, I'm not, I don't want it to come off as, you know, it's a cupcake schedule. You know, uh, it's challenge I don't, I don't you. think it's that, Russell. A, you know, it, there right. was a times where you say, oh, the, uh, the, the whack is a sport they compete in. Basketball's gotten better. Every sport, baseball, softball, every sport has gotten better as these new schools have expanded and gotten their feeding under, you know, their footing under them and, you know, soccer, 100%. It might be at the front of the pack of how competitive it has truly become. Um, it, it, you know, I'm, just to kind of jump in here yeah. on a, the great point that you're talking about, what's making, what what makes the whack is two things, right? I mean, it's it's this competitive conference schedule, but all the teams do a really good job of really playing tough out-of-conference schedules. Yes. And that's that's why you see this conference continue to rise. Yep. Yep. Within that conference, coaches voted preseason, and the Red Hawks were finished or projected to finish right in the middle, sixth out of 12 teams coming in to 2022, 72 points in that coaches ranking. So, you know, right smack dab in the middle, which I think is, you know, you – Plenty of spots to go up and end and surprise people, but there's teams below you that are hungry as well. You know, it's kind of a that in between spot can be difficult sometimes. Preseason, I mean, preseason rankings. Let's be honest, don't really matter that much. You know, you still have to play the game. I mean, you still have to go out on the pitch and play the full the full match. I mean, it's not like it's just handed to you based off the preseason rankings. But it's a good it's a good motivator. And it keeps you hungry to see those rankings because whether you're at the top and feel, okay, we got to prove it, or you're the last team and say, we're going to, you know, show everybody that they're wrong, it's a little bit of a motivation, but you still got to play the game. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're, to your point, when you're right in the middle of a preseason, you know, you're ranked right in the middle in all this preseason polls, coaches can run with that. Yeah. You know, just to your point, you know, you look. We get to make this season the way we are. Yep. You know what I mean? It, it's on us. And so you're right. Uh, if you're lower, there's a little bit of like, oh, we got such a hill to climb. And, mm-hmm. and if you're at the top, you know, in, in the preseason, then that means you've got a bullseye on your back. Yep. And if you're not accustomed to coming out of the gates and winning, you yep. know, everybody's going to give you your best shot. And if you falter, right, I'm not doom and despair, but when talking sports psychology and teams here, and to your point, the preseason rankings, you know, it, it, it is. It gives coaches an ability to motivate. And, I, you know, you got to like, sure, you want to be in the top, whatever. But if you're in the middle, it's your season to make what, what, have, what have you. 100%. Well, they have their two exhibition matches under the belt. It's, you know, they had British Columbia here at Championship Field, then they went to Oregon State and Corvallis, finished that off, and it's it's go time now on Thursday, this Thursday, coming Thursday. So everybody better be at Championship Field. 7 p.m., Air Force comes to town. That is the regular season opener salute to service night as well, which is always a great, I mean, Air Force coming in and doing salute to service night. You know, great combination there of Alex Ryder and his promotion team with Seattle U Athletics to put those two together. So it's going to be a great night, opening night there for Seattle U soccer. And then Fresno State just a couple days later for Kids Day, which I believe poster giveaway autographs as well. What? So that's a great way to get to know the team. Bring the little homies out. Yeah, bring the little homies out. Kids bring the ne- little future Red Hawks out. Niece, <laughs> you know, your nephews, your, your neighbor. Yep. Everybody <laughs> come back, yeah. champ. 
It's going to be a great time. Both those games are going to be on ESPN Plus. All home matches in the mm. 2022 season are on ESPN Plus. So definitely come out if you cannot tune in. Great broadcast team we put together this year. So it's going to be a good call. Either way, whether you're there who's in person. On the, do you know who's on the broadcast team? We, we, we got quite a few broadcasters this year. Yeah, this you know you got Harvey coming That's back, the or, name or I was looking because he is. <laughs> Andrew <laughs> Harvey has been uh, close to the voice of soccer. Outside of hearing him on Sounders broadcast, I mean, he's been the voice of soccer everywhere. So it's a, obviously a pleasure to always have him back. It's going to be good to hear him back on the mic. You know, he worked with the OL Reign yep. and so with the men's national soccer coach. Do you know that when he was over there? And so, I'm not. Yes, yes. The, the, the Get men, to know your play by play broadcaster. Yeah, Look at I that, mean, folks. Uh, like, I, mean, I, I am just it's a preview uh, for the broadcast. Adding too. a little bit to what, you, you know, <laughs> to what you're saying. That, that's just how good the quality yeah, of Harvey and, and, and the whole squad that you all have there. Uh, you know, 100%. Yeah, it just speaks to that. So, Air Force, Fresno State, again, good challenge there to start the season uh, at home, at least. You know, opportunity to get your feet wet at home, always good. They go off lucky to Hawaii and Hawaii Pacific starting August 25th against the Rainbow Warriors there. Oh, sweet. What time are we leaving? Then, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm actually heading out to Minneapolis that day or the next day. Yeah, Minneapolis, Hawaii. Whatever. Minneapolis, Hawaii. Listen here. Okay. All right. All right. Maybe some people, you know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so they play the, uh, the, the fun thing about the uh, Hawaii games, uh, 10 p.m. here is kickoff due to the time change. Perfect. Going. Everybody likes to think West Coast time is the, you know, earliest in this country. It is not. It's that island out there that they're traveling to. So if someone, say, is in Minnesota, it's what, a midnight kickoff. So good times, good times. <laughs> 10 p.m., <laughs> that's an optimum start. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Well, it's, yeah, it's great. They uh, take on Hawaii Pacific. The uh, two days later on Saturday, 4 p.m. kickoff there here again time. That is a neutral site match there against Hawaii Pacific. So a chance much like uh, it was released men's basketball is going to Hawaii. Women's soccer also has the chance. Women's basketball going to Greece. So all these, you know, I know Greece and Hawaii are a little bit different, but the chance for the Red Hawks to go out and get exposure and go to fun locations to go show off as women's soccer continuing that trend. So both big matches there. Come back home for the alumni night and the 25th anniversary celebration match against the Washington State Cougars. So in-state rival. They're playing both wow. of the Pac-12 Washington schools on this schedule. So big competition coming to champ. That one on September 1st, turn to the calendar, on a Thursday, 6 p.m. That one's expected to be pretty packed. Again, season tickets are on sale now, single game tickets. So if you're looking, schedule is up. You can go and get more information on season tickets and single game tickets now. Not just going to tease you and say you can't get tickets. They're in third. Yeah. Well, Washington State's a great program. Yeah. Washington State's a great program. Third. They follow up the Cougars on Sunday in the WAC 101 Club Cup on the women's side. Another addition of that is the Huskies in the Red Hawks. That best one of the best rivalries in college soccer, I would say. At least, you know, it's obviously being a bias, but it's gonna be on Montlake. So it's gonna be over at UW's campus. Okay. Taking on six PM kickoff there. 
That one will be on Pac-12 Network Plus, I believe, if you cannot make it over to the University of Washington. But another great match there between the Huskies and the Red Hawks. Who will rank seventh. Yep. I'm telling you. In the preseason. Well, no, uh, I said a challenging, Pac-12, yeah. challenging schedule. I was by no means overhyping it as a back-to-back top ten teams. You know, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's a good way to test. Iron sharp, sharpens iron. And, you know, that's. Both Julie Woodward and Pete Fewing both have made that very clear. They want to test themselves against the best. They uh, close out their non-conference regular season schedule at Portland, as them and the Pilots will play September 8th at 7 p.m. on a Thursday down there in Portland, Oregon, and that will be the end of the non-conference schedule. So three chances at home to see your Red Hawks before WAC opponents come to town, Air Force, Fresno State, and Washington State. And then a nice trip to the Aloha State to take on Hawaii, Hawaii Pacific before getting Washington and Portland in a little bit of Northwest sweep there. You got Mm. Washington State, Washington, and Portland, three in a row. So we talked about two of the top ten teams, one home, one away. Away is being, you know, generous. With traffic, it could be like a a very long drive. But in all seriousness, I mean, it's just across the way. You take it on UW, great chance for traveling crowd. Portland, you know, all the faithful, not a terrible drive. You and I have done that, went down to Oregon, a great drive. It's a great, great drive, drive from here, yeah, absolutely. So that's a good way to end. Stop off Pal's Bookstore if yeah. you're down there. Yeah. You know, plenty of stuff to do. Plenty of stuff to do. And cheer on them. And they just got back from Corvallis. You and I went down, had yep. the yep. opportunity to go down there last season. So great, great non-conference schedule there. And then it, it just kicks off for the Red Hawks. In a, in a way that's again, keeps that test going. Their first four WAC conference games are on the road. They got Sam Houston on September 16th. That's the first WAC game down there in Huntsville. At New Mexico State on the 18th. At California Baptist on the 24th. And then ended with the favorite in the WAC, Grand Canyon and Phoenix, September 30th. I mean, so that, I mean, you want to talk about getting tested... You go from non-conference test to a true conference test, and you don't want to fall behind in the standing. So that is going to be an opportunity there to really show what you're made of here in the Western Athletic Conference. Yeah, that is... To your point, Sam Houston, when we take a look at the, you know... uh, Again, we talked about the preseason. They are tentatively ninth, right? So you're starting off with, with the ninth-ranked team here. And so you have plenty of tough non-conference games you should have kind of figured out. And, and Coach, we're going to hear from her. She's wonderful. Yep. But by then you kind of know the system you're going to play and everything else. Yep. And, you know, you're going to three in the back, four in the back, you know. And now look, you're throwing out tactics already. What's that? You already throwing out tactics. You already got well, the I formation. Mean, you know, she, she, <laughs> we know a little bit of soccer, but she, you know, that's why Just she's uh, she's awesome in terms of how she's going to, uh, you know, build her team up and get yep. ready. Yeah. So, so after that road trip, where they do play the projected favorite, they return home to take on the second. <laughs> The team comes in second in the preseason rankings in Utah Valley International Night, where we celebrate the diversity that we have on this team and around campus against Utah Valley, October 8th, 7 p.m. kickoff again, ESPN Plus. And then Stephen F. Austin and UTRGV, 
the following Thursday and Saturday to end that home stretch there. Before going back out on the road, Texas two-step there in Tarleton, at Tarleton State and Stephenville, and then Abilene Christian in Abilene on October 21st and 23rd. Then they return home to take on Utah Tech in Southern Utah. The Utah Tech match is Special Olympics Washington night, and then, of course, Southern Utah closing out the regular season with Senior Day. Uh, so I great. I also don't want to skip over UTRGV is eSports night, which I'm very excited for, a chance to win a Nintendo Switch giveaway. So, all like I said, Whoa, marketing has come okay. out. Game, game, marketing gamers has come, come out on and out. said, hey, we're putting it on the table. Show up. We're going to have a good time at Championship Field. So, shout out to them. Great job. Great Sounds job. Like it, you know what? It, there's festival, family outing. Oh, yeah. Each one of these games. Wow. Yeah. yeah okay. it's always, there's a draw. And it's called the Red Hawks, obviously, to come out to the game. But there's plenty of activities and plenty of other things to get you even more excited. And uh, so between the opponents, the promotions, the quality of the team, you know, it's looking like it's going to be a fun season. Any chance you have, please come out to Championship Field. It's going to be a great team to support. So Wholesome family athletics. 100%. 100%. Well, before we get to Julie Woodward and get her on the show, quick look at that full preseason coaches poll. As we talked about, Grand Canyon came in at number one with eight of the first place votes, 117 points total, followed by Utah Valley with four first place votes. They they split all of the first place votes, uh, all 12 of them. Followed by Stephen of Austin at three, California Baptist at four, New Mexico State at five. And then Seattle U, they are slotted at six, right, as we said, right in the middle. And Abilene Christian, Utah Tech, and Sam Houston will be seven, eight, nine. And then UTRGV, Southern Utah, Newcomer, and Tarleton round out the bottom three. So projections are one thing, is what coaches feel. But again, as we said, matches are played on the pitch, on the grass, on the turf, whatever field you have. And that's where it's decided. So it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a fun time. But uh, enough of us talking. Let's get uh, Julie Woodward out on the show here on the Red Hawk Report. We'll take a quick break and be joined by the man, or I was going to say manager. I see I'm so much in the Premier League right now. Joined by the head coach of your women's soccer team, Julie Woodward. You listen to the Red Hawk Report here on Seattle University student-run radio station, 102.1 FM. Swedish is proud to support Seattle U's athletic department and its students. Swedish offers programs such as charity care, research, community health, and education. More information is available at Swedish.org. Red Hawk Men's Basketball is sponsored in part by Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines is now offering enhanced cleaning measures and mask requirements on all flights. More information is available at alaskaair.com. Georgetown Brewing is a proud sponsor of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Georgetown Brewing Company is an independently owned Seattle craft brewery and the maker of Manny's Pale Ale. Information about their tasting room, kegs, growlers, and cans to go can be found on their website, georgetownbeer.com. This broadcast is made possible in part by Copiers Northwest. For over 30 years, Copiers Northwest has been offering multifunction copier, printer, and software solutions for businesses and organizations in the Northwest. This broadcast is made possible in part by Coke Zero, a proud supporter of Red Hawk men's basketball. Coke Zero has zero sugar and no calories. Coke Zero is available in stores now. Coke Zero, a proud partner of Seattle University Athletics. 
Hey, this is Nathan Cogswell, a senior on the men's golf team, and you're listening to the Red Hawk Report. And welcome into another Red Hawk Report preview edition with women's soccer. And who better to join us than head women's soccer coach, Julie Woodward. Julie, thank you for joining us here. Thank you for having me. You guys finally have feels like a normal off season after you had the double year last year. So what has it been like to kind of have an off season, have a summer? And what did you kind of, what were you up to? Well, there's a lot of questions <laughs> yeah. in there. It, you know, it's been really great. It was really interesting having the, the double season last year, you know, with the COVID year. And it wasn't until spring training, um, our spring season, which was was really exceptional. I always think of spring as a time where we can really focus on the individual development, where the fall season, you know, is more about kind of our commitment to the team and developing the team. And I, I, we must have been a week or two in, and I looked at a few of the players, and I realized we only had one grad player coming back who had had a spring. Nobody, because of the pandemic, has actually had a spring right. season, any of the returning players. So I just felt like we accomplished a lot in that off season, which I hope is going to translate to our fall season this year. That's good. You guys have a tradition of winning, and obviously last season didn't end the way you mm-hmm. wanted it to. What do you look forward to this season and building on last year and getting back to those winning ways? That That's a great question. You know, And again, I'll say it was an odd, odd year because we won the conference in, in the COVID mm-hmm. spring, and, and then we had a great preseason in the fall, not as great of a conference year as we can. And I think obviously the players themselves were probably disappointed and I think that made them hungrier. I believe it made them more competitive. I believe their off season, they put in a lot of work and I think they really, you know, as a, as a program, we, we focused on our development athletically, but I think just got back to, you know, that culture piece that we love and um, the piece that I think really makes our program special. You had a few seniors graduate last year, some are coming back, obviously. Mm-hmm. You also have some new players coming in. Talk about that new mixture of kind of fresh players to add into your veterans. Well, you know, first and foremost, all of the players coming in, including our, our senior that's coming uh, coming back, I just think the tremendous amount of character they possess just as people, uh, they're committed, they're disciplined, they they put the team first. Um, I am loving our, our freshman class, just really hard workers. Um, they set foot on the field, you know, in the first moment and could compete right away. It's going to be a fun year for us as a coaching staff in terms of figuring out who belongs where and we added two transfers into the mix and same thing exceptional people exceptional players and really going to make a difference in our program athletically so looking forward to um you know the the first game you guys kind of had a weird schedule release where the whack was kind of an interesting situation. <laughs> yeah. But looking at the schedule, you guys have a couple, you know, Pac-12 opponents mm-hmm. and you have a trip to Hawaii. Yeah. What really stands out in this year's schedule yeah. to you? Uh, the one thing, you know, I do love the the conference schedule took a while to get sorted out. But I've really felt as a program and as a coaching staff, we've been committed to providing our student athletes with a pretty exceptional preseason schedule which prepares us for the whack and the wax just continue to improve and teams are getting better and i i think there's a lot more parity between the programs which is 
great because we love to be able to compete. But like you said, you know, we have some very good Pac-12 programs on our schedule and we have the trip to Hawaii, which I, th- I think is going to be a great experience for the players just from, again, I think the culture stand piece, but the University of Hawaii always gives us a great game. So it will be fun mixed with a business trip, definitely. But hoping that schedule really prepares us to be successful in the conference. Before we let you out of here, it is coming up. It's 26th season now at the helm of Seattle <laughs> University Soccer. Is there something that over the years has taught you so much to you know make you a great coach and getting to know these new players, and the, any good yeah. stories you have over those years? I mean, because you've been yeah. here in all these great years. It's been you. <laughs> You did have to emphasize how long I've been here, right? (laughs) That's my pretend I started when I was 18. It's interesting, and I learn something new every year as a head coach, and I really love that. I love working with this age of young women, of student athletes, and I believe the one thing I've that's been a constant for me over the years is Obviously, talent and ability can take you to the top, but you win with people. And I feel like the recruiting process and the types of student athletes we want to have in our program, they're the ones that make a difference. And I'm pretty confident we we have a great group this year to help us be successful. Well, I know the fans are excited to be back at Champ Field and mm-hmm. uh, seeing the team play this year. Thank you. Thank you again to Julie Woodward for hopping on the Red Hawk Report. Red Hawk Men's Basketball is sponsored in part by Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines is now offering enhanced cleaning measures and mask requirements on all flights. More information is available at alaskaair.com. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Seattle Children's. Seattle Children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. Hope. Care. Cure. Seattle Children's. This broadcast is made possible in part by Copiers Northwest. For over 30 years, Copiers Northwest has been offering multifunction copier, printer, and software solutions for businesses and organizations in the Northwest. Swedish is proud to support Seattle U's athletic department and its students. Swedish offers programs such as charity care, research, community health, and education. More information is available at Swedish.org. This broadcast is made possible in part by Coke Zero, a proud supporter of Red Hawk men's basketball. Coke Zero has zero sugar and no calories. Coke Zero is available in stores now. Coke Zero, a proud partner of Seattle University Athletics. Georgetown Brewing is a proud sponsor of Red Hawk men's basketball. Georgetown Brewing Company is an independently owned Seattle craft brewery and the maker of Manny's Pale Ale. Information about their tasting room, kegs, growlers, and cans to go can be found on their website, georgetownbeer.com. Tequila Kasim, men's goalkeeper for Seattle U, and you listen to the Red Hawk Report. Big shout out again to Julie Woodward for taking time out of her busy schedule getting this team ready for the 2022 season to sit down and chat with us here on the red hawk report we appreciate it and uh she hit on a few points that you and i talked about Maz. obviously the season the uh, covid year last year was weird as they won the spring you know the whack at least a share come back and have the more disappointing fall season and now it's rebounding once again 
but having that normal normalcy or the new normal that you and I were talking about, it's going to be interesting to see how this team, because I don't think in any way, shape or form, the fall team, their quality was in the production they had record wise. So it's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, you lost Sidney Carr, a great goal scorer. You know, uh, Natalie Dixon signed a pro contract. You know, you lost big names, but you still retain solid players and bring in new players as well, which we're about to talk about. But it's, it's the intrigue is there to see, you know, is, is six might be a little too uh, a little too low just based off of how they finished last year. And, you know, we talked about it, right? Like, as far as the team's concerned, you know, six, again, is where they can, you know, up. You get to to set the season. You you as as a family, as a team, able to overcome adversity. We talked about the schedule, you know, and the daunting early on schedule. But you know that that's that's why you play. Yep. I would also note that the fact that they won, right? See, if you've if you've tasted winning, then you know the effort yep. and the commitment, the dedication that it takes. So now you draw that out, and she's an amazing coach. You can just hear that. You take that into this new normal, as you're saying, and, you know, signs are pointing for a uh, productive and a prosperous, prosperous season. Yeah, I did very well put. I, I agree on that point. And, uh, you know, the coaches can't play the game. The players have to play it. So why don't we dive in to some of those players? We talked about the people that are leaving. You know, Sidney Carr led the nation in scoring. You know, that that's a that's a big loss right there. You, Natalie Dixon, a great defender. You know, you, you lost Leahy Manta. There's so many great players that, you know, on the way out. But you got great leadership and returners, you know, Jessica Berlin and Madison Wagaspak and, and goal, you know, two solid goalkeepers that you can throw out there. Uh, Gina Lee, uh, the grad student, she's back. So she has that experience. And there's so many players throughout this this list. And uh, you can just Kisa Laboda, Michelle Adam, uh, Haley Rasmussen in her senior season. There's just so much talent. And then obviously Emily Bunnell, who is the lone preseason player uh, listed on the uh, preseason WAC. team in the WAC. Mm-hmm. And shout out to her, Cottage Grove, Minnesota. Shout uh-huh. out. So a little bit of shout out for 14 there. Talent's there, you know, great talent. And uh, Jolie St. Louis, she played for Trinidad and Tobago, you know, and the uh, representing with them in. Uh, at the national level, uh, Julieta Peralta, I mean, she was with Mexico. So uh, you have that talent, especially at the national level. And then they're playing here at Seattle University. We know this is a world campus and we like bringing in international students. But that's my point is the fact that I think last season, and I may be biased here, call me out if I am, was an outlier more than a new norm for the fact that this team under coach Woodward has proven they are winners. They have proven with whack titles that they are winners and you throw a weird year at people. Sometimes that trips you up and the talent is there to say, I think they just got tripped up last year more than they are aggressed to a point where it's like, Oh, they're not competing for the top of the whack. 
saw this every, you know in the sporting landscape. Well, you know, we're saying sporting landscape because you know we're talking sports, a Red Hawk report. But you just saw this all over. You know, in terms of the pandemic and the effect yep. it had, you had it, you know, at home and, you know, in businesses and, and those type of things. And so it was an adjustment, right? We, we, that was something new, obviously, yep. to everyone. But this is a team which, to your point, has got some international players. I mean, mm-hmm. it, just to go back to uh, Julieta Paleta, I mean, she was a member of the Mexican national team, yep. and she helped her, the the U20 team claim silver at the 2020 CONCACAF World Qualifier. Yeah. I mean, you know, that type of talent that has been on the big stage, and she's not the only one. No. But, it was not Jolie. Yeah. Trinidad's a yeah. and I, the cool thing was you got ESPN update, and there's a Red Hawk on my phone popping up playing – on the national level. I mean, that's amazing. And we have it on both sides, men's and women's side, but to see it, it's just, it's, it's amazing. Cause the fact, I don't want to date us, but the fact that these young student athletes are playing in college, going to school, and then also representing the colors of their nation, you know, nothing's too big for them. You know, if, if wearing your nation's colors and playing in a FIFA sanctioned event, you think the whack or you think playing a top 10 team in NCAA is intimidating? No, these guys, you know, these players are here to represent and ready to play. There's not a stage that's too big for them. No, and and, and that helps you have a cohesive team in terms of, you know, because you always want a team that has some veterans and has some energy from some of the younger players. Yep. So that's that mix that you have. And so when you have that mix, you look for your veteran players when you go on the road, you know, to play a team that is ranked preseason rank again, you know, we'll go back to the preseason ranking as to win the conference. And now you have those discussions, you know, you know what? If we play our game, you just don't know what could happen here. And so yeah. I, I think that that's what you get from veteran players that have played, as, to your point, on a national level. Yep, I agree. Well, something that you love to say, I want to get you a T-shirt, is being gold dangerous. And that was the Achilles heel of this team last season. They just got into ruts where they just could not put the ball in the back of the net. Is that? And they had really solid goal scorers last year. They have some returning as well, but how do you become, as you love to ask this, more goal dangerous? Is it, it is, People like to think, oh, you just need a number nine to put in the back of the net. No, it's I think it's a team effort to score goals. And there's a team, you know, across the way we won't go too deep in that's a little not goal dangerous right now in rave green and blue. And you, the question is, is it... You're unlucky sometimes that you and I talked about this last night. Are you unlucky? Do you make your own luck? Does the ball just need to bounce your way? Do you just need that momentum and then you, the floodgates open and you score goals? But how does this team score? Well, I'll tell you what. It helps to have Emily Burnell you know, in the midfield, right? Yes. Because uh, how you get goal dangerous and make your own luck is you in soccer you have players that are running without the ball the average amount of time that a soccer player men women whatnot has a ball is six minutes if i remember correctly 
Now you're playing 90 minutes. Talking about their feet. That, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. yeah. Right on your feet. Like you yep, get it yep. for six minutes. So now that leaves what, you know, a lot of match, a lot of time. <laughs> and so to get goal dangerous, then you have to run into spaces. You have to create, get in the pockets behind the defense or even with the defender to make the run into the goal. And then you, you need the players to see that run, yep. give you the ball where, you know, you like it. And then the chemistry, right? That's where the chemistry comes in and you get the ball where you like it, whether it's one time you, you take that shot. So it's a combination of chemistry of really the, the first thing is you've got to get players that are running off the ball and creating yep. space and players that then once one player runs out of the space, another one, you know, gets into the vacated area. Yep. So it, it's, it's, it's complicated, but yet it's real simple. And you talked about Bunnell, you, you want those solid midfielders that don't necessarily rack up the assists or the goals, but they help you get there. I believe Bunnell, she didn't have a goal last year or an assist, but in 2021, which was officially 2021, I believe she had three goals, and I believe they were all from the spot. So it's, you know, when I, we say this, we're not saying that they're necessarily the ones to score double digits and goals, but the key, every player is so key to creating a goal. Whether it be on the counter, whether it be, you know, very rarely does a striker get it, take it all the way up the pitch <laughs> and, and finish it off. You just Your don't favorite see player is the only yeah. one that can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. A couple of them have pace and get it. Yeah, yeah. But it, it just doesn't happen unless you're playing a video game. You know, you just can't hold the sprint button. And it's a complete team. Every cog working together. If any piece is off, it's a turnover. You know, if it you get dispossessed and it's a counter the other way for the, the opponents, so it's that's what we're talking about. Where even if a player doesn't have those stats, trust me, every teammate out there knows. Hey, she made sure I scored that goal. She may not have gotten the assist. She may not have, but she made sure she started the counter. She, you know, won the ball. She won a duel to get us the whatever it may be. Stats, I think, in coming off of baseball. So many stats, analytics, and mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. and that, and basketball even, you know, time of possession, all, all great. Soccer, truly, at the end of the day, you can't get too analytical because those stats, those those little things don't necessarily show up when we print off the box score. You know, they, they just haven't figured out a way to do it. But to yeah. your point, uh, is what Don't give me more work on game day. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't mean it to, even on the international level, because to your point is you do need the ball. Yeah. Right? Yep. And so now I said the average soccer player is six minutes, what have you. But your midfielders and those, the holding midfielders, now they have it more because if they don't have it, you know, more than six minutes, there's something wrong there. Yeah. Right? Or and if so, the keeper has it for that's not good that's either. Not good. So, that's not good. So so that key is having the midfield kind of control it, right? And yep. then looking like as we talked about the open spaces, because the person runs in, the midfielder sees the second person yep. that comes to that space. They give them the ball and, and that ball that went to the second person that went into that vacated space might give the ball to the uh, the first person yep. who is now in the goal, 
right yep. in the goal penalty area there for an easy shot. So it's uh that's that is a goal dangerous and and I think you give a good analogy in terms of also there is the whole defensive counter attacking, you know. Mm-hmm. I think well Seattle's been very lucky in the Northwest here some of the best goalkeepers in the history of the game, you know, and in yeah. terms of Casey Keller um, man, I, I'm forgetting the. I mean, uh, Stephen Fry even grew. I know he's not from Seattle, but I mean, he's. Well, I mean, you see him play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Absolutely. So, Hope so, Solo coming out of here. That, there you go. Hope Seattle, Solo is always yeah, looking for. You got, I mean, there's that plenty ab- of goalkeepers. Yeah. That ability to be a captain, the, def- the free safety in the back, you know what I mean, is critical as part of the. Uh, I mean, you know, you got you to gotta get the ball, too. Yes. Yep. I agree. Well, let's take uh, one last break and uh, we'll wrap up the show in the next few minutes and uh, wrap up season episode one of season two. I mean, it's crazy uh, that we're back here. Feels so good. It's like uh, I saw all these kids back to school shopping. That's kind of how I feel. I'm just giddy to get back in here. And uh, I'm, already, yeah, I'm, this... I'm so happy to be back. I mean, I've been on campus all summer, but back to back in the KXSU studios, beautiful studio here in the Senegal building. So nice. Going out, seeing first practices for all these teams, doing media days, and just a kid in a candy store. Feels so good to be back. And, again, thanks for joining us here on the Red Hawk Report. We'll be right back, and uh, we'll wrap this bad boy up here on KXSU 102.1 FM. Georgetown Brewing is a proud sponsor of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Georgetown Brewing Company is an independently owned Seattle craft brewery and the maker of Manny's Pale Ale. Information about their tasting room, kegs, growlers, and cans to go can be found on their website, georgetownbeer.com. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Seattle Children's. Seattle Children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. Hope. Care. Cure. Seattle Children's. This broadcast is made possible in part by Copiers Northwest. For over 30 years, Copiers Northwest has been offering multifunction copier, printer, and software solutions for businesses and organizations in the Northwest. Jade Lancaster of Women's Tennis, and you are listening to the Red Hawk Report. Maz, 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 soccer is in the air. It feels good. We talked about the, uh, well, it hasn't changed yet, the weather changing. Eventually, as soon as those leaves change, waking up early to watch uh, all the soccer leagues, Bundesliga, Premier uh, Premier League, everywhere. Just feels good. MLS is getting down to the crunch time. and the business in. And the most importantly, college soccer is just about ready all to right. kick off. Just a couple days left. Until women's soccer, your Seattle University Redhawks are at championship field to take on Air Force as the Falcons in the Redhawks. An aerial battle going on over there at championship field. Definitely come out. Again, we said it's salute to service night. You can get tickets online at GoSeattleU.com. And, uh, you know, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a good Good season on both sides. Uh, another quick reminder, when you are coming out to Championship Field, this season Seattle Uni- University Athletics is sponsoring a food drive benefiting the Seattle U Food Pantry. At the interest in Championship Field, just use the QR code to access the gift registry to donate online. So, you know, we're always doing great things. Giving back to the community as always. 
And again, if you're interested in single game or season tickets, you can go to Seattle U tickets at seattleu.edu or by calling 206-398-GO-SU or 4678 because I don't think a lot of people have the phone number where it pops up with the letters anymore, whatever. But anyway, again, 206-398-4678. Come be a part of the championship field atmosphere. Obviously, I'll be there every day. Help the hungry. Could, yeah, help the hungry too with the uh, the food pantry. So it's uh it's good times. Campus is getting going. The weird thing about the school schedule here, students aren't on campus yet. There's gonna be a few games where students aren't back yet, so that's gonna adjust to that. But perfect time for the community to come out. I know a lot of young groups are coming out. Young soccer academies are coming out. So if you are t- tuning in, big Red Hawk fan. Always come out, bring your group. It's a great time over there. Great facility too. It, I think Andrew Harvey said it best. It's kind of like a like a lower division English clubs stadium. I mean, he would it's, know. Yeah, that, it's that a, it's a would know. it's a great grass pitch. Mm-hmm. It's a just over a thousand uh, seats in the stands. Beautiful grandstand. You know, they have the berm where you can sit. They got the tent. You know, the VIP, t- I mean, it's a beautiful facility, greatest thing, the exhibition match. The, con- the concession stand is open again. Hallelujah. Yeah, concession I- <laughs> stand. But, you know, I was just going to sneak in there. You know, the last time the U.S. men's national team was in town, where did they practice? Yeah. A lot of great teams come over. Yeah. Not to give away secrets, a lot of great teams. <laughs> so it's, it's good. No, it's 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 a great You're pitch. It on the DL. It's a great pitch. It's a great stadium. Can I go ahead and start guessing? Is it the? No, it's <laughs> all right, great, all right. It's a it's it's a great place to be. It's you know, this program is so good. They're so hungry. I mean, when they won six whack regular season and five tournament titles since 2013. I mean, that's yeah. that's just. Dominance. That's why I said that last year was an outlier. This team is going to come back and they're going to be hungry. Just got to get the goals. Just got to score. You know, that's what it is. At the end of the day, that's, I know soccer, you can, you know, get them getting draws and tie. But you got to win. Yep. You got to win. Put the ball in the back of the net. But uh, we're excited. We're excited, folks, to be bringing you season two of the Red Hawk Report. We're going to continue to grow this thing. Again, if you could not tune in or you're just tuning in, miss the rest of the show. This will be up on was it? It's everywhere now: Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Podcast. I mean, we are pushing this out, making sure if you want to see the video portion of the interview with Julie Woodward, it will be up on the website, also on our YouTube page. You know the work we do to make sure we promote these athletic, um, whether the coaches or truly the the stars of the show, these student athletes. You know it is. Absolutely, our pleasure to tell their stories, to promote them because they deserve it so much. You and I love sports. You know, this is our passion to mm-hmm. tell stories, to uh, you know, to just talk about sports all day. It's 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 a dream come true. I know, and it's you know, when they're out there playing, telling the story, I think fulfill fills our cup up. You know, so we we really appreciate you tuning in and let us use this this platform to be able to tell these stories and uh, we just want to continue to give you great stories, great interviews, and hopefully in the 2022 and 23 season in Seattle athletics, great results. You know, last year it's going to be hard to top, but uh, 
I have a, something in my gut telling me it's going to be a good year for the red and black. All right. I like it. I like it. Well, again, a few quick shout outs. Trevor Bond, who does all the, the interview portion. He's the cameraman. I mean, he's the, the everything behind the scenes. I can't do anything without that man. So shout out to Trevor Bond. Everybody who tunes in. Matt Bomer, I know you're out there listening. Thanks for always being a great, you know, audience out there to everybody who tunes in every day. We appreciate it. All the sports information directors that allow us to talk to these coaches and players. It's it really without them. We wouldn't be able to do this and being able to work with such a great university like Seattle University, you know, from the top and our president to our athletic director and Shaney Fink and all the way down. I mean, every person allows us to do something great every day and make this a truly great athletic program in division one inside the Western athletic conference. And, uh, then there's you and me somewhere at the bottom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We we are just servants of, uh, of a great institution. That's about the community and sports. Like you just mentioned. Absolutely. Who wouldn't want to be part of that? Yep. And that's uh, why we are using our voices and uh, to really promote this great institution. It feels good to be a Red Hawk. This is a world-class city, world-class university, and uh, and we continue to grow to be a world-class athletic department. And uh, who knows? Maybe one day they'll say, hey, the Red Hawk Report, that's a world-class sports talk show right there. That's the goal, right? One yeah. day. <laughs> In the meantime, we will uh, yeah. just be uh, <laughs> servants of uh, of all the good. We'll just, uh, we're the messengers of all the great stuff that happens. Yeah, like exactly. Ah. Yep. Yep. So uh, that does it here for episode one of season two of the Red Hawk Report for Maz Vita and myself, Russell. Thanks for tuning in. If you missed the show, check out one of our streaming platforms to check it starting well, just in a couple of hours. But uh, until next week, where we have men's soccer and Pete Furin. We'll see you later. Have a safe, healthy, and happy week. And always go Red Hawks.